everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Marishka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, this was the uh, the first time that the old thermometer hit that dreaded number for fats of where the first digit was a nine. Yeah. It's uh. It's not great. No, it's not great. <laughs> because the the amount of laundry you do on a weekly basis goes up. The pending on uh, pending on your living situation, your electric bill goes up. For the air conditioning, for your clothes, because you're sweating so much, it is uh, it's a rough time. But it's also a great time because it also means more ices. Yep. It it means freeze pops. Freeze pops justified ice cream yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah like that's ever necessary right well you know for some yeah. people i guess that's true well for yeah, me for- i'm just most i'm just my thoughts and prayers are with our friend hi fat this is Southside butt rash carolyn i just hope she's doing okay in these difficult times yeah that's uh oh actually i'll spoil let's do one of our ask fat questions right off the top and oh. break form because it's related this is from jeff has Northside crotch stain Bob called yet? <laughs> Probably. He just hasn't identified himself as such. <laughs> I'm sure. That's so true. I'm very certain that we've gotten a call from someone that could use that name. That's for sure. But thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media at I'm Fat Pod. That includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our email, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Patreon subscribers, thank you for your patience. I have finally received our shipment of t-shirts. So if you're one of those Patreon users that has reached that tier of donation, your order will be shipped out when I get around to it. So sometime this week, hopefully, uh, if all hell doesn't break loose, I should be able to get everybody their order uh, by then. If you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash I'm fat pod. Once you become, uh, you know, once you hit that $20 threshold of donation, you will get a t-shirt. So that's it. That's how it works. Uh, but with that, let's get started. I was out today doing Congratulations. some Congratulations. Yeah. Doing some grocery shopping and went to Myers, you know, just to get the basics, the bread, the crocus Polish ham that I go through like uh I don't know, I eat that crap like crazy. Uh and I'm going through like the sauce aisle and I see these two bottles that are stout at the bottom, skinny in the top, with a cork in them. Same. Cholula. <laughs> Wing sauce. Oh. Yeah. They had a caliente and a Mexicana were the two flavors they had. The the caliente was a basic, like an orange wing sauce. The Mexicana was a green. Dude, I cannot wait to try these. And if anyone's tried these, please let us know. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. I've never seen these before. And Hope's like, what is that? That Cholula bottle is weird. I go, yeah, it is. Wing sauce. I'm very it look like just looking at it. It's like very nicely packaged. It looks classy, you know. It's like mm-hmm. it's got kind of a matte sticker on it, so it just it had this look of 
gourmet. And I love Cholula hot sauce. Everybody does. Yeah. And man, I cannot wait to try this stuff. I almost bought it and she's like, we don't have any chicken and it's going to sit in our fridge and we're going to forget and we're never going to use it. So we have to buy it with a purpose. And she's right because we bought Nando's Piri Piri sauce. Yes. Like a year ago because we love it and just haven't gotten around Mm -hmm. to making chicken that way. So we have to do it with a purpose. No, I I get that because um, for the last few years, for like either Christmas or birthday gift, I've gotten like what did I get the Red Robin Whiskey River Barbecue Sauce. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten that. That's incredibly delicious. But if you forget about it, and in like in my case, it's just like chilling in a pantry, then you're likely to get like halfway through your meal and then be like, oh yeah, I've got that that I could have added instead of you know whatever random stock barbecue sauce that was available. So. I 100% agree with that of, yeah, like, think of everything together as, like, one, can one like, joined meal thought. Right. And that's what, spoiler alert, later in the show, we're going to bring on our ranch correspondent, my wife, Hope, who loves ranch. Yeah. We had Charlie the Bacon Guy's ranch bacon on BLTs today. So mm-hmm. I'm going to bring her in uh, towards the end of the show for a full review of Charlie's ranch bacon. Spoiler alert, it was really damn good. Yeah, I was your bacon mule. You were my you are my bacon mule. <laughs> I love that about you. I smelled bacon. I'm like, Rick's here. <laughs> Rick has arrived. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that. And because Charlie lives very close to you. Yeah. Uh, no, so it just I, it just makes sense. Yeah, I appreciate you saving me the trip. It's a very, very appreciated. And I gave a, I gave some of that barbecue bacon to my friend Brian, who mm-hmm. has been grilling for us and doing a bunch of nice stuff. So I'm like, dude. You deserve some bacon. Here's some bacon. And I still have not made our own barbecue bacon, but that will be on next week's pod. But the ranch bacon has been tried and will be reviewed later in the episode. Okay. So this is something that is also on the things that have been discovered. The fact that Dairy Queen is going to be coming out with a thin mint blizzard. Yes. It is like literally the only cookie left that that Dairy Queen has not turned into a delicious blizzard. You're kind of right about that. That's that is accurate. But I've been hearing these ads actually been hearing them on the score. I think during Cubs games, I've been hearing those ads more than anywhere. And it just it's so logical. I I think I've told you one of the proudest fat moments I had is when Addie took Cadbury cream eggs to DQ and said, Mm -hmm. here, put this in a blizzard for me. That's. It's so next level. And they were like, oh, okay. Oh, that sounds good. All right. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Hey, you guys see the girl out there that brought her own blizzard? She brought her own (laughs) mixins. That's incredible. Yeah. I've honestly never even had the thought to do something like that. So credit to her. Yeah. I mean, if it's not on the menu and you've got a hanker and you got to try it, it didn't really, uh, it was good. But you kind of lost the cream in the, you know, in the blizzard. You couldn't really sure. taste it. The chocolate was good, but the cream sort of got lost in with the with the ice cream. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of the thing is you can't really, like, I mean, depending. Maybe if it was, if you really wanted to be a, a huge chocolate person, you did, like, a chocolate base, then maybe it would have stuck out a little bit more. But yeah, if you're doing vanilla, then yeah, that cream, I'm sure, just kind of blends in after a certain point. And I'm trying to think how much candy is needed 
for it to make an impact in a blizzard, right? Because if she brought, I think she brought two or three cream eggs. Okay. And even a small blizzard is probably what, like 16 ounces? She probably did not bring enough. She probably needed four or five cream eggs for it to really make a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did like it, but it was just kind of like, okay, I could see why this isn't on the menu, uh, aside from it being gross and having to have a big pile of cream eggs melting in the hot sun. Yeah, the there's that. <laughs> but just like scoop it out. <laughs> just flop it into the... Oh, into the, uh, flop Not it into the sound blizzard. effect. <laughs> Not the sound effect you want for something going into a blizzard. <laughs> no, it's better than the sound I made last week where my that, throat well, came out of my throat. Which is impressive. <laughs> which is frowned upon. <laughs> which is also frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sound was awesome last it's week. Like a, Did oh, you get an, <laughs> Right. Yeah, you like turned into Terry Boars. I don't know what happened. It yeah. wasn't as audible on the podcast as it was to me to and us. you. Okay. Um, at least listening in the car. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 but I did listen for it, and I'm like, you can hear it. It's there. If you rewound, you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell like, hell yeah, like the the Terry Boar's ice cream shop where you just answer by going, "Hoka hey, hoka hey." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Ass wipe. Yeah, that was basically the sound I made. Oh my god. Oh, it was so gross. So gross. Although now, I'm, although now people, I'm thinking of people oh. are going to go back and listen to the episode that missed it just to hear my horrible sound. Hey, if it gets us an extra play or download <laughs> or something, it's totally worth it. We will take it. We are not yes, above it. Absolutely. Although now I'm thinking about what a an ice cream shop run by Terry Boars would be like. And <laughs> it would just be asking. Well, we heard his stories about Jack in the Box, so I'm yes. not eating anywhere Terry worked or works. No, no not at all. Unless you want to know what. Never mind. Never, no, 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 no. No one. Want, nope. Nope. I'm going to no. stop myself. I'm going to stop myself. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm trying that though. That blizzard is good. I know, like mint is more of a winter air quotes winter flavor. Yeah. Okay. But bring it on. Thin mints are amazing. Well, and it's also more of, and maybe it's like a mint in a certain context can be almost like cooling a little bit mm-hmm. too, which makes it a little more summery. Yeah, like menthol cigarettes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just like, oh, it's so hot out. <sighs> I'm so cooled off with by my menthol cigarette. Yes. Yeah, but I, it's funny. I, I thought before that's what got me to the cream egg story was I should just bring some Thin Mints to me to DQ. And just I, have I thought you were going to say you should bring some menthol cigarettes to DQ. <laughs> I'll have a menthol cigarette <laughs> blizzard. <laughs> Sir, you're not the first to ask. Right. <laughs> but you're the first will turn down. Yeah. Didn't I think Duncan had an agreement with the Girl Scouts for the last yeah. few I remember they had a Thin Mint like coffee, or, coffee yeah, or something. Yeah, nah, get that. No, no, no. Just let me enjoy my Thin Mint. Right. Just give it to me as sugary as possible. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, I'm I will try I don't know if it's there yet. We haven't been to DQ in about a week, which is just criminal. We went to yeah. Andy's today, so it's fine. Um yeah. but uh I'll I will check. Next time at DQ, that is my order for sure. Uh speaking of that, I tried the BTK meal at McDonald's. Okay. Wait. BTS meal. There you go. Okay. BTK is the bind to torture kill serial killer. BTS is the Korean boy band. Got it. I don't want the BTK meal. I can't reiterate enough. I don't want the BTK meal. 
All right. BTS is there a collab people? to be had there? I, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Not interested in the BTK meal. By okay. the way, can you can you name any member of BTS? Steve. <laughs> is there a Steve? I have no. I have no idea. Oh, okay. No. I would say I can. I can't. Well, so the BTS. I had to stop myself again. The BTS <laughs> meal. I'm a true crime podcast aficionado. So I, BTK is on my mind all the time. Okay, anyway, BTS meal. It's just a 10-piece nugget with fries and uh, Coke, but they have different nugget sauces. There's the sweet chili and the Cajun. The sweet chili is like an Asian um, clear, like translucent red sauce with the little pepper flakes in it. More sweet than hot, but there is a little bit of a spice there. But that was really good. Gave the chicken nuggets a very kind of an Asian taste, which I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. The Cajun was more of a creamy sauce. It it had a must a strong mustard taste. Okay, but I liked it. I very much enjoyed it. Really? I will say though, better as a fry dip than a nugget dip because okay. it, it lost some of its impact. When it was uh, when you did when you ate it with a nugget, but we were all dipping our fries in it and loved it. So, as far as the BTS meal goes, two for two on the sauces. I really enjoyed both of them, so I highly recommend them. And I like I said, if you're like me and you don't like mustard, still try the Cajun because the rest of the taste is good enough where it's not like ugh, just pure mustard. No, sure. it was a mustardy flavor, a mustard base. But everything else in there made everything really shine. I, I really liked them both. Uh, but dip your fries in the Cajun, dip your nugs in the chili. That would be my um, that would be my recommendation on the BTS meal. Do you even want to try and figure out what the other type of meal would be? The Jeffrey Dahmer meal? Yes. Why is this McNugget shaped like a never mind, don't ask, sir. <laughs> it's part of the meal. Yeah, it's part of the allure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come get the Jeffrey Dahmer meal. Our nuggets are extra long and girthy this month. <laughs> this one looks like an ear. That's right, Tommy. It does look like an ear. I was I was just going to say, the way you led that was like, it was like special collab this month with Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, no. <laughs> You have to find it in the woods first. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, it's a scavenger hunt that turns into a meal. Oh, my Lord. I try it. <laughs> we're out of, we're like really good with like, what is this, two weeks in a row? This is like special off the rails. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's good. Off the rails yeah. is good. It's fun. Um, oh, no. Off the rails is good. You know, the, the content of this off the rails. Not as good. All right. Well, but since we're talking, since I mentioned BTK, there's a lot of people who are like, who the hell is BTK? Just look him up. He is the worst serial killer of all the time of all time because his name is Dennis Rader. He's just a whiny pain in the ass. Like, oh, no one appreciates me. Oh, look what I did. Like, he's just the worst. Mm. And he wrote like all kinds of like what he thought were really clever letters to the police. Ah, he's the worst. My favorite podcast in the world, aside from mine, <laughs> is Last Podcast on the Left. They did an awesome feature on BTK and like pretty much every serial killer ever because it's what they do. So if you want more info on BTK, by all means, BTS, I can't help you. I just think there's a guy named Steve, maybe. 
That's all I got. Sure. But I appreciate their sauces. Thank you, yes. BTS. By the way, off the top of the show, we mentioned Dr. Squatch. You can still save 20% if you're a first-time user with promo code I'mFat20 on DrSquatch.com. A couple of people did last week. We appreciate that. Keep it up. I'm Fat 20 to save. And we want to also shout out our sponsor, Marishka's in Crest Hill, 604 Theater Street, family-owned and operated since 1933. The poor boy, the poor boy, the poor boy. By For the love of God, go to Marishka's and try the poor boy. You'll go back again and again and it will become it will become a regular place in your rotation of restaurants especially if you're in the south burbs you can get there crest hill is not as far as it sounds it's right by joliet get there take the ride out there you will greatly love it you'll be happy you made the trip and you'll take friends and family back over and over again but it's not just the poor boys they got burgers chops seafood everything there is top notch including their sides the double baked potato their onion rings are second to none I love everything at Marishka's, and you will too. And really, everyone in your family, from your three-year-old picky toddler who only only eats chicken McNuggets to your most uh, you know sophisticated palate in your family, they'll all love Marishka's, so go check them out. Marishka's.com or Facebook.com slash Marishka's. That's spelled M-E-R-I-C-H-K-A-S. Okay, so the next thing that I saw, and this was posted on the podcast fan page yes just the concept my phrase no bad words in this sentence mm-hmm. does this apply oatmeal cream pie cheesecake there's not a single bad word in that sentence no please tell me more it looks like as i pull up the picture that it is just a cheesecake that where the outer edge of the pan it has oatmeal cream pies on the uh, around the edge then you put then you slap the cheesecake in the middle and then a layer of oatmeal cream pies on the top wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute so the oatmeal cream pie is serving as basically the crust of this thing at least for the outer edge it's not i don't believe it's the bottom but just in terms of the like against the edges of said pan Mm -hmm. yes Oh, my God. Yes. This has to happen. Is this like something we can make? Is it a restaurant that's offering this? I don't think it's a restaurant. It wasn't specific. And it was basically just a picture saying, how about this whole deal? <laughs> hey, look at this. Does this look good to you? Yes, it does. Okay, yes. great. Put it on the podcast page. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I Now, I wonder, how would you... Well, you don't bake a cheesecake. I don't even know. Do you bake a cheesecake? Not really. You're the Baker Square guy. You you should know this stuff. I, I mean, everything. I was a server. I didn't do any of that stuff. Okay. I, it was literally just like. Do no, no, I didn't make. Have. I think it depends, but cake. more often than not, not really. All right, classic cheesecake recipe from Sally's Baking Addiction dot com. Here's my. By the way, while we're talking about this, we may have mentioned yes. this before. The worst thing about recipe pages is like. Hey, y'all, here's my grandma's recipe. I don't care. <laughs> Just give me the recipe. I don't need the life story of your grandma's cheesecake. Put okay. it at the bottom. Don't make me scroll through. This is what's happening. Kiss my ass, I just, Sally. I just, I just DM'd you the link to this so okay. that you can see the picture of it. Although I realize how dumb it is that I took the link from Facebook and DM'd it to you on Twitter. Eh, whatever works. <laughs> because I'm smart. Yeah, you are smart. I always say that about you. Everybody does. 
Yeah. Um, roasting pan. Okay, I do think you do have to cook it. Okay. But not for I know. I, I would say I know there are no bake. Obviously, there are no bake cheesecakes. However, it's probably dependent on what you're trying to accomplish. Here we go. You put on my Twitter DMs? Okay, here we go. Yes. And we wait. We wait. At least you don't have the old computer anymore where we'd be, like, filling for, like, 10 I minutes. Did this on my phone. Like an idiot. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. How good does that look? <laughs> First comment. In quotes. No bad words there. Rick, oh, was it? It's catching on. <laughs> yep. Michael Morgan. No bad words there, he says on the Facebook page. Yeah, that's nice. Good. Yep. Father's Day is coming for my wife who may be listening. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Uh, speaking of my wife. Yeah. This weekend was the Homewood Artisan Street Fair. It was Friday and Saturday. Hot as balls. But it was really nice to be back outside at like a community festival with like good food and good music. Not well, They got rid of the music this year. Well, it's a whole other story. But like, you know, different arts and crafts and stuff being sold. Addie got a bunch of like really nice stuff at a discount because like, oh, I just got my ears pierced. So girls are like, oh, great. Enjoy these earrings or my, you know, so it was really, really fun. My friends at Rabid Brewing, who I've talked about a lot, I mentioned their seltzer, the Faye propaganda that they yes. created. That's absolutely amazing. They made slushes out of these Ooh. seltzers. Dude, I cannot even begin to tell you how amazing this was in 90 degree heat. And here was my fear. Anytime you have a booze slushy, even if it's like a margarita, frozen margarita, when you're hot outside, it starts to separate, right? Like you get a yes. bunch of liquid in the bottom and then just ice on the top. Yeah. I don't know what Ray and Tobias from Rabbit did, but they found a way to keep it from melting super. And of course, I drank it really fast because it was super hot out. Well, but yeah, I got through two of those this weekend with no like liquid runoff. Like, the flavor maintained through the whole thing. I don't know how they did it, but they did it, and I'm glad they did it because it was the perfect thing this weekend because it's not creamy. Well, you get a milkshake or you get some ice cream, and it's great because it's cold, but then in the moments after, you're like, well, now I'm really thirsty, and I've got, like, this thick, you know, dairy product in my mouth. Shut up, Rick. Before I even hey, said it, I don't. Hold on. I was going to say, you can't even blame that one on me. That's a because dairy you product. I don't think the thing we're alluding to is dairy. No, but the thing is, you were busting up before I even made a sound. I know. That's on you. Anytime dot, dot, dot in yep. my mouth comes out, it's going to end up badly. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm the one that had, the, I'm the one that, you know, touched them all. For what? lack of a better, a couple weeks ago, yeah, with mine that that went over my head, it happens. Yeah, it'll yeah. happen. When you talk a lot, you know, you talk for an hour every podcast, you're going to say something yeah. stupid repeatedly. You know, open mouth, say things, babe. Say things, babe. By the way, that guy. Can I have a? Can I share a beef with Matt about Matt Spiegel? Are you touching your nose, or do I need eh, to t- you touch your nose? Yeah. Eh. Um, I love Spiegel. You love Spiegel. Everybody loves Spiegel. Yes. So we started a weekly baseball hit with him last week last thursday 10 a.m speaks we want you every week great sounds good babe good vibes blah 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 this is a guy who's hosted in chicago and worked as a producer for the better part of 30 years he goes babe i'm running late can we push it 20 minutes today i'm like you of all people (laughs) know how big of a pain in the ass this is and the the inconvenience this causes 
a producer for me yes. to have a show, whole show planned out, a whole show storyboarded, ready to go. And babe, I got stuck out. Can we push it 20 minutes? Dude, come on. No better. Be better, Speaks. <laughs> Former vegan. What does he say? He's a vegan at home. Wait, is that? Oh, that I did. I thought he was actually like full on, full tilt vegan. No, that no, was a, that's, that's, that lasted a week as predicted. Uh, he is yes. an at home vegan now. That's what he says. Okay, so he eats at home <laughs> once a week. Right. That, I could say that too. <laughs> when yeah. all my food is fast food. Right. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, I kind of. I kind of appreciate it considering he actually cares about having the vegan associated with his name. I wouldn't, but you know, hey, whatever. Yeah. Live your truth. Yeah. It's a, oh God. It's a, whatever you need to tell yourself. <laughs> that's why, that's why I yeah, tell myself, much. whatever makes you feel better. But yeah, yes, don't, don't, not the first week. No, not the first week. That's, <sighs> that's why I got in a fight with Craig Carton. Remember that? Were you with me when I got in a fight with Craig Carton? I don't think that was with me. Then he went to jail, so I won. Yeah. What, oh well, if it was in that, if it was in that same time frame ish, it was before that. It was significant. Okay, like a good amount. Then, then that would have probably been. Remind that would have been before me. Brandon Marshall was on the Jets before he was on the Bears, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what it was about. Now I'm remembering. Okay. So it was around that timeline when the Bears got Brandon Marshall. And he kept doing the same thing, like moving it. Oh, man, I got to go 10 minutes from like, Craig, you are a radio host mm-hmm. at the biggest station in the country in terms of sports. You know how this works. Stop screwing around with me. He's like, do you know who I am? I do know who you are. That's why I'm pissed at you, because you know exactly the inconvenience this is causing me. And I guarantee you, if one of your producers said one of your guests was doing this to you, you'd be pissed, too. And he's like, OK, you're right. And then years later, we went to New York. To mm-hmm. go to a Hawks Rangers game with uh, Mac and, and Spiegel. And he remembered. He goes, are you the guy that yelled at me? I said, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I respect that. I go, hey, man. you know." I, I said, you know. You know what that does to a show. He's like, you're right. I know. Yeah. So okay. there you go. He owned it, I guess. Yeah. Not before saying, do you know who I am? But whatever. Well, yeah. By the way, working with uh, people that live in the Northeast, they assume everybody. And I mean everybody is a huge like mike and the mad dog fan no that's literally no one outside of new york dude they legitimately think i'm bsing them when i say i have never listened to a full show and all this stuff i'm like guys i understand the north people in the northeast think the northeast is the only thing that matters but like i as a sports radio professional could not care less no and it's i know we're straying from the topic here but uh let's see uh what's his name is fat the pope is fat so i guess it counts yes yeah but like when i hear mad dog russo talk and give his nails on the chalk well it's not just the voice though it's the opinions too Mm -hmm. he makes me lose respect for new york yes like this guy is what people in new york think is great then New York is stupid because this is yes. terrible. Mm-hmm. I agree. Maybe in his day it was better. Like at least the opinions were better. But if it, if it was anything like it is now, no, not not happening. Well, there's okay. a lot of there's a sorry real quick. There's a lot yeah. of radio hosts that lost credibility and effectiveness when people became able to fact check them on the spot. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just saying like bah, 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 this happened, 
someone can be like, that didn't happen. They can look it up on their phone and be like, that didn't happen. Yep. Or this stat is wrong because of this. Or here, like, fans are smarter than ever. So yes. dumbass blowhard talk radio hosts don't get by anymore. Yep. All right. Anyway. Pretty much. Back okay. to being fat. Well, actually, one one last way to, to, to stray away from it. And it was when we were talking rabid brewing and your buddy Tobias, because it made me think of this past week. I listened to the Smartless podcast. That's Jason Bateman and uh, Will Arnett. And they had on Mitch Hurwitz, who was How like, I know about what is it called? Smartless? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they have a podcast. They have, I don't know how many episodes, like 45 episodes together. Okay. And they had on Mitch Hurwitz, who was like one of the main dudes behind Arrested Development. So they talked about some Arrested Development stuff and then just like some life stuff. But it's a really good podcast. So everybody should give it a listen when you're done listening to this one. Of course. And rating and reviewing five stars this one. Of course. Yeah. yeah by the way, I think, hold on, let me check Apple. We might have dipped a 4.9 out of five. Is that good or bad? I mean, we were at, we've been at 5.0 average rating for the entirety of the show. Now we're at 4.9. Well, here's the thing. We should incentivize these great reviews. Bribe? Yeah. That's another okay. word for incentivize. <laughs> sure. So <laughs> if you leave us a good review, a five-star review on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts with a nice written review, five stars, all that stuff, send us a screenshot. I'm fatpod at gmail.com every week. We will throw you into a raffle, and if you're chosen, you will get a I'm Fat Podcast prize pack, which will be a t-shirt and a sticker. How's that? That's a great call. All right, so you leave us a five-star review, screenshot it, email it to us, imfatpod at gmail.com. I'll throw all those reviews into a hat and choose one every week for a prize pack. Sound fair? Sounds fair. All right, do it up. Help us out. We're approaching, by the way, approaching our 100th episode. We are. Big things are coming. That's all yes. we're going to say. Big things are coming. To Just be fair, know. generally big things are happening Lord, on this episode. Lord, they coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> Most of the times it's literally. This is going to be figuratively as well. Yeah. Okay. So I saw this this week as well. I think I, I know it made its way to the fan page, but I think it like kind of made the social media rounds of get rid of two types of food of the ones that I list. Okay. I'm going to write these down. Okay. Junk food. <laughs> just kind of a blank. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a blanket statement of like, essentially like candy. Okay. Can't, all right. Cool. So if you want to just call it candy, right, we can call it candy. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> very general. Yeah. Do others well, pictures associated okay, to, okay. but obviously that's not going to fly here. Okay. So junk food, Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And if we want to broaden that a little bit maybe and just make that kind of broadly more asian food since there's so many obviously different types of everything right uh seafood okay italian all right mexican yeah no no shot and soul food okay so you have to remove two forever what are you removing? I am getting rid of seafood because I almost never have it because of my wife's allergies. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would miss it, I don't have it enough to miss it. Right. I think. I, I think I know which two you're choosing between. You'd be surprised because I'm considering Italian food. 
And if pizza was not Italian, I would get rid of it. Because I never, I like very rarely have pasta. I like spaghetti every now and again, but I'm not a big pasta, like frequently guy. But because of the existence of pizza and Italian sausage and the things I really do love, I'm keeping that and I'm getting rid of soul food just again because I don't have it enough. Okay. I like it. I just don't have it enough. And I can find, I can find those flavors elsewhere mm-hmm. too if that makes sense yeah like i can yeah, find I can, I can a, get that you know i i can i can make my way without eating official soul soul food okay so those are my two and it's it's that one was tough it was between that and chinese food yeah that's that's what i was figuring yeah. it was between i i do love good uh chinese asian food though so i can't get rid of it i'm getting rid of seafood as well and I, th- I honestly do think part of it is because any seafood I had has not like I've never gone to a coastal city and had seafood there where right. it's like more fresh or whatever. So I haven't had that before. So that's a big caveat. However, I don't live near those places, so I wouldn't be having that quality of seafood anyway. And I am going to get rid of uh, Chinese food, Asian food. And I think that's more because of maybe I haven't found my exact niche there yet where all the others, it's plug and play for me. Have, so, have you ever had hibachi? Like a uh, Benihana? No, no, dude, you would lose your mind at a place like that. Hibachi is the best, and I saw this dude uh, driving. We were driving home. Uh, Addie had a game in Brookfield today, mm-hmm. so we were driving home, and I saw a truck for Mister Hibachi. Okay, and we looked it up, and he like comes to your house and cooks for you, and it looks very expensive. But hibachi is my favorite meal. And I never talk about it on here because I don't know. I don't get it that often and it's super expensive and it's it's a it's a night out when you do it. Like it costs a lot. Yeah. Um so it's not something I have frequently. But <laughs> I love hibachi. You would love hibachi. I just I just looked at my phone and the text exchange between us and Charlie. <laughs> you guys are idiots. It's true. Charlie sent us a photo of cheddar cheese powder saying this is a thing. I replied, snort it. (laughs) And Charlie said, I was thinking Chester Cheetos ashes, also bacon. Yes. Cheddar bacon? Yes. Sure. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds really good. If there's a way to make that happen, sure. All right. I've got one more thing before we uh, ask the fats. Uh, Mm -hmm. Place I've been a number of times. But haven't been in years because I'm not really in the Grange very often. But uh, I've been going back to therapy in person, and my therapist's office is, is in Lagrange, so of course I get there early and go to. It's called Hot Dog and Burger Company. If you've ever been in downtown okay. Lagrange, there's the Big Ace Hardware, there's Q Barbecue, which I also love. Q is awesome. And then mm-hmm. if you turn into that parking lot behind Q, like sort of tucked into the corner is this place called Hot Dog and Burger Company. And it's your basic hot dog, you know, whatever. It's your hot dog place, Chicago hot dog place. But it is so damn good. They've got great crinkle cut fries. I've been, for whatever reason, the two times I went over the last month or so, I got corn dogs. Okay. I just had a taste for corn dogs. I don't really know why. A good corn dog is so good. They're perfect there. They're perfect there. And then, um, but today... I'm like, eh, I don't want a hot dog. I got their Italian beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So if you're ever in LaGrange, 76 South LaGrange Road, it's called Hot Dog and Burger Company, 
right behind Q Barbecue. Make a day of it, man. Get lunch at Hot Dog and Burger Company, shop around LaGrange, and then go to Q for dinner because you eat both places you will love. But it's a place I've been a lot and have never mentioned on the show before, and it is so good. And they've got all the old-fashioned paps. Like nice. They got sarsaparilla and, <laughs> and my favorite pop brand, Dang. It's like, <laughs> dang, root beer. Dang, cream soda. I love that. It's so funny. And they've how got, do they, how have they never had Luol as a as a pitch man? <laughs> yeah, it's Spinal Tap juice. <laughs> ah, sorry, remember when they almost killed him with the Spinal Tap? That was fun. Yeah, that. <sighs> All right. Well, you know what's not fun? Uh, the hmm. Ford I've been talking to you about that's just shedding pieces as I drive it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> something bad has happened. <laughs> So <laughs> you don't say I might have to be calling Eric from uh, Maza of Orland Park sooner than expected. In fact, I emailed him today saying, I'm calling you tomorrow. We need to talk. It might be time for a new car for me. And when mm-hmm. I get one, whether it's time or not, based on Eric's opinion, I'll be going to Mazda of Orland Park. Mazda of Orland Park dot com. 3200 is the phone number eric who i've mentioned is the owner he runs the place he does a fantastic job he has been my car buying sherpa for years he led me in my purchase of my mazda cx5 with no pressure helped me out as a friend said hey man i know this is in your budget it's a really reliable car uh check it out no pressure take it home for a couple days drive it around see what you think and if you don't want it no big deal no no hurt feelings Uh, i decided to buy it and boy what a great decision i made not just because it's a great car but because i signed on with mazda of Orland Park and their service is second to none. Their uh, facilities are second to none. I love going there. I love hanging out to get my, you know, my routine maintenance done there. You're in, you're out. It's inexpensive. They don't try to add stuff on to make your bill more expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a great experience at Mazda of Orland Park. So go there yourself. 708-444-3200 or visit mazdaoforlandpark.com. I should probably reach out to him too because mike my car the issue that it was having mm-hmm. the sound is back Uh-oh. so that's not great so yeah i gotta i got some questions so i might actually uh i may reach out to him as well maybe we so, should just you know make a group visit yeah <laughs> two birds with one stone yeah. hey we're here uh find cars that are fat enough for us yeah we seriously need big, big high seats by the way, how's the uh, how's the CX five for that? Because that's it. It looks for me for you know for my situation, which is obviously different from yours. I don't have a family or anything. CX five looks kind of nice. That is a perfect car, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm probably as I've been sort of shopping around for them. Mm-hmm. I think I might when it's time. I might just get another CX five. It's the perfect size. It's got everything we need. I don't need to downgrade or upgrade. It's just it is the perfect car for us. So I'll probably just be a CX five guy for life, which is fine could, too. I would say you could be worse things. Definitely. All right. Should we uh, get to the fat phone here? Let's do it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. (laughs) The fat phone (laughs) and ask a fat is brought to you by our friend, Charlie, the bacon guy. He's the best. He's going to tell you what he's got offering for you this week. Hi there, fats. Charlie, the bacon guy here with your weekly bacon flavor update. As always, we have the maple pepper the rosemary pepper garlic and at the current moment we have korean barbecue vanilla bit uh vanilla bourbon although vanilla barbecue hmm interesting thanks for that uh regular barbecue uh and a vanilla bourbon we also have a couple new flavors 
uh, that I'm working on that'll be ready in the next couple of weeks, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, for bacon jams, I have the original, the bourbon, vanilla bourbon, habanero, and truffle bacon jams. You know how to get in touch with me. If you don't, Jay will let you know. Have a great week. Eat tons of bacon. Yep, get in touch with him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. On Instagram, at charliethebaconguy, uh, and on Twitter, at czthebaconguy. He's based out of Woodridge, sells his bacon and bacon jams, always a nitrate and nitrite-free product. Applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon. It's awesome. You heard everything you need to know. Delivery anywhere in, I'm sorry, shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. He can deliver it personally if you're in the Western Burbs. Otherwise, he can arrange a meeting in the middle. So if you'd like to try Charlie the Bacon Guy's bacon, go ahead and do that. It's awesome. That's what we did tonight. And I'm bringing in, Rick, right now, before we mm-hmm. get to Ask a Fat, I'm bringing in our ranch correspondent, my wife, Hope. She's joining us here on the podcast with a full review of Charlie the Bacon Guy's ranch bacon. Nice. Hi, Hope. Hi, Rick. How are you? I'm okay. I'm very happy and full of a ranch bacon BLT. You sound like you're in like the food coma stage, of it, which, <laughs> which, congr- which congratulations on that. Well, you know, Jay cooked dinner, so it was good. I did. I did cook dinner tonight. What do you think of that? I even hey, mandolin the tomatoes. That was me. I was you like almost, Guy Fieri. The way you said mandolin almost made it sound like you were trying to make a pun out of it because you like really overdid each <laughs> syllable. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, wait, where's this going? Oh, no, it's just a mandolin. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working on my enunciation because I know okay. I mumble a lot. So I'm trying to be conscious of my uh, of my enunciation. That's why. Anyway, now we're back hope. to Francesa. Yes. What did you think of the of Charlie's bacon? So I was very pleased to hear that Charlie knows that I'm a ranch expert and that, you know, it was important to get my review. Um, I thought that the ranch bacon was maybe one of the best that we've had from Charlie. The flavor was forward, but not overpowering, but very clearly a ranch flavor. I probably wouldn't pair it with breakfast. It's more of a savory bacon. I think Jay had the right call with the BLTs. Maybe. I know this is sacrilege on this podcast, but like a salad. Um, No. Yeah, I know. We won't be doing that. No. But... (laughs) <laughs> savory i think feel i feel like burgers sandwiches blts the savory applications but you know you could play around and have some breakfast foods it's one of the best i've had it it, it has a good forward taste but it's not overpowering and and i felt like the crispy edges really brought out the flavor so well done charlie very good work there it is. There's our bacon correspondent, our ranch correspondent, Hope Zawaski. Checks in the mail, dear. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, the uh, ranch bacon is back bacon, so it's a different cut. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was delicious. And, you know, I don't like ranch typically. Mm-hmm. And like Hope said, it wasn't like super forward in your face ranchy, but it had just the perfect amount. It was absolutely perfect on a BLT. It was perfect it was so so good and this is coming from someone that typically doesn't like ranch so if you like ranch go get some of this all right let's get to the fat phone shall we we had a lot of contributions this week thank you for stepping up because last week we had none this week we have a ton so bear with us as we go through these six voicemails hi this is uh ike from maryland i'm calling you uh i just finished mowing the lawn i'm about to go gorge myself on some food 
I was listening to the podcast, and I heard you talking about Airhead's mystery flavor and it being so good. Uh, from what I understand, the Airhead mystery flavor is when they change the line from one flavor to another, there's a space in between where the mix, the flavors mix, and that's why it tastes so good, because it's actually two flavors mixed together, but it doesn't matter which ones get mixed together. So you might notice some variety in it. All right. Love the show. Thanks. Bye. Oh, that's interesting, because we knew it was... I, I assumed it was the same flavor every time. Yeah, that's and that actually makes a ton of sense. Like, not necessarily because I've had that flavor experience happen, but because of just like logistically like if you have a certain amount when you switch flavors that it's just not going to be up to standard because there's a little bit of mix in there then why not try and monetize that now the fact that they charge the same amount for that as the rest of them is kind of flawed to me but hey people are buying them so whatever so logically it checks out yeah i i enjoy the mystery airheads we mentioned last week, like Rick was sort of done with mystery flavors, and that was my one yes. exception. Uh, and good to hear. Good to get the history on mystery flavored airheads. We have an yeah. airhead correspondent, too. Thanks for that. Hey, fans. It's Jason from Oshkosh. I'm right in the middle of the current episode, and you guys are talking about brats. And I wanted to give you a little brat insight. Um, right out of college, I had to go start my career in Sheboygan, which there's a Johnsonville plant right over there. And Sheboygan, they don't call it a cookout or a grill out. It's called a fry out because typically it's always brats. And on top of it, when you order brats there, um, they have just a single, which is just the regular brat or the double. Well, me being a fat, I went with the double. Essentially what they do is they just lay down one bun, spread it all the way open, and put a brat on both sides and then put a bun on top. And you put whatever condiments you want, sort of like it's a brat sandwich with buns. Um, but yeah, that's the only place I've ever seen that. Sheboygan does the double brats. Uh, they also have brat days there, which was a fun event. Uh, one I went there for the one year I'll never get back in my life um, if I haven't said it before. Also, Jay, you're talking about the buns. Costco has some very uh, good buns. They're actually used for their footlong hot dog, or I don't know if they're footlongs or not. But if you use those for brats, they fit perfect. It's a great ratio. Um, should help you out. But, yeah, I'm here for the brat conversation. Enjoy it. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Yeah, that'll work. So, yeah. was that his, so that was a brat site, right? It wasn't a brat insight. It was a brat site. A brat site. Yep. That was yeah, okay. uh, that double brat sounds good. Ooh. That also almost sounded like we would have had to censor it soon. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I didn't mention, by the way, what Hope had at uh, at the uh, Hot Dog and Burger Company. She got a Polish, yeah, which we almost never get. That was really good there too. It was like it just reminded huh. me. I usually don't dig Polish sausage, but I tried hers and it was delicious. So they're another great thing at that place. Interesting. Yeah. So the, the bro- I, I'm shocked that the place that came up with this is Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, right. Why? Because there's literally nothing else to do. Correct. Hey, gents, it's uh, No Rash, Lance Levine, Tournament of Junk Correspondent. Don't speak too soon. Officially calling a live on the street, man on the street review of the new Burger King Chick King sandwich. So there's so much confusion about this because they've introduced 75 different chicken sandwiches. I think now they're like overcompensating. They introduced one like a month ago, which I thought sucked. 
and then this one came out this week. It's Chiking, which sounds like a, I don't know, some sort of racially insensitive name, but I digress. C-H-K-I-N-G. And so there's still like two or three chicken items on the menu, but this is the one to go with. I give this a Tournament of Junk A-E-I-O. I liked it a lot. Breast, the breast is huge and moist, and we'll just leave that where it is. A uh, lot good of call. crispy breading. I really enjoyed that. There's a lot of it, and it's crispy. Good pickles, good bun. The bun actually borders on, like, a Hawaiian sweet-type taste to it, so very good there. Sauce is kind of like a – kind of like special sauce, is as it were, minus the relish. It's probably a, a Rick Camp request. Uh, but it's kind of like a special sauce, so nothing really entirely out of this world there, but it complements it well. So I think they finally got it right. There's still too many chicken options. This is why I keep getting screwed and getting a generic garbage chicken sandwich at Burger King because I keep ordering the wrong thing. But – Go with the Chick King. It is officially endorsed, uh, gave it a very high score. The fries still suck. That's beside the point. Uh, Wendy's blows away their fries, so that tells you something right there. So I will say if there is something to go for at Burger King, they finally got the chicken right with the Chick King. So Lance Levine, out. All right. That's another glowing review of the BK chicken sandwich and he's right because there are a couple different chicken sandwiches there see i didn't realize this was different i thought they might have just rebranded the like chicken sandwich that they had done so i'm wondering if you got the wrong thing no because you said you tasted like all the flavors i tasted right yeah right no well no he said this is new like this week so this is not the thing i had either no (sighs) what are they doing annoying the shotgun approach (laughs) i do it uh, new spicy. I mean, also, I will disagree with him about the fries. I think Burger King fries are better than Wendy's, although I'd probably in the minority there. Okay, so, the, yeah, the Chick King came out three days ago. What? What the hell? I'm so confused. I'm going to go and just walk in and be like, please talk me through your chicken situation. Because yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on. It's very, very frustrating, and it's... I mean, look, you've got this great sandwich, but now everyone's like, wait, I want, what's the one that's spicy, but not your, like, normal spicy? Yeah. But not the, uh, whatever. BK, they'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> not going not gonna to wait for that, though. Not going to hold my breath. Yeah, right. I hate facts. This is one, two, three. And um, this isn't necessarily an ask a fat question, more a fat hack, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure if this has been discussed before. Um but I figure when I go shopping, when I go to eat at McDonald's, go to the drive thru I know I'm going to have to wait anyway. So I will generally I will generally order the French fries with no salt. So then I end up getting some salt that, some uh, fries that are a little bit uh, warmer than usual because the others usually have been sitting out. Um, and then I just add my own salt to it. I also carry a cooler in my vehicle also so when i am transporting most food items i put them into the cooler and it keeps them either cold or hot for a little bit longer at least until i get home just thought i'd give those a little fat hacks that i use um maybe somebody else uh, will use them it will benefit their wonderful fat lifestyle have a great day guys i like that it's a way to guarantee getting fresh fries every time Mm-hmm. That's 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 interesting. That's inspired. It's not quite keeping slices of American cheese in your glove box. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Which some of our listeners have done before. 
Right. Uh, but it's it's good thinking because there is a large drop off in all fries from fresh to not fresh, but especially yes. McDonald's. Because I right. think a fresh McDonald's fry is really hard to beat, but mm-hmm. it's pretty rare you get a brand new fresh French fry. Very McDonald's. true. So good move. I like it. I'm a fan of your life and your idea. Thank you, sir. Hello, gentle fats. This is Bill from Streeter. I'm a fat culture enthusiast, and my call today is about macaroni and cheese. I have the, I think, not very controversial opinion that Kraft mac and cheese from the box is the best mac and cheese that there is. It's better than any restaurant. It's better than homemade. It's better than all those fancy mac and cheeses you see on the shelves. Um, It's far and away the best. Um, so my question today is, A, would you agree with that? What is the best mac and cheese? Is it Kraft mac and cheese? Um, and B, what other, if any, um, store-bought items are better than homemade or restaurants? Uh, love the show, guys. Keep up the great work. And uh, squish, squish. No. <laughs> No, that's not a thing. Stop trying to make squish squish happen. <laughs> right. I watched Mean Girls yesterday too, so oh. that's just better. stop it. Stop. <laughs> anyway, the mac and cheese thing. What is your? I'm I'm interested in your opinion on this. So, I don't. I'm actually if I, I want shells. I'm a shells okay. over because I, I like the little pool of cheese. Well, yes. Yes. I want the little pool of cheese with in my mac and cheese. So that's probably my idealized version. If there was craft with shells, then sure. Yes, that, that would probably be it. But if I'm forced to choose, I'm probably going. I'm probably prioritizing shells over craft. So is shells Velveeta? It might be. Yeah, I think it's Velveeta. Yeah. Okay. I, so I kind of agree with him that I think Kraft is like, it's as good as any I've ever had. And I know I've been to like barbecue places that have like their smoked mac and cheese and it's all very good and very impressive. But mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a nostalgia thing. Oh, I, th- I think that's definitely part yeah. of it. But man, there's some, when you get some good mac and cheese that like where you got some of that crumble on the top too. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. The but yeah, mentioned no, I, Q barbecue has really good mac and cheese. Yes, it does. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I think it, it's definitely part nostalgia. What I like about the craft too though is the tanginess. Like mm-hmm. th- a lot of the other kinds, like they kind of lack that that tangy flavor that craft mm-hmm. has. Um because it's you know, it's just fake powder cheese. <laughs> it's not yeah. like a, it's not a real thing. So uh it's got that tanginess to it. And I, I sometimes miss that. But at the same time, if I went to a barbecue place and I got tangy mac and cheese, I'd be like, why is this crap so tangy? This is gross. So I don't know. It's weird. There's just something about it that, for whatever reason, Kraft macaroni and cheese to me is wonderful. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love it. I, and whenever Addie makes it, I'm like, I'm going to have a lot of that. <laughs> okay. Do you enhance your mac and your Kraft mac and cheese at all? No. Okay. I, See, well, I'll, well, I you know what I actually hold on on that because whatever you're supposed to do, are you supposed to use milk or water? I think in an ideal world you're supposed to use milk. So there's something special that we do. I can't remember what it is because Hope usually makes it or Addie makes it. And they have their own special way, and mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. 
I think they make like a roux with the milk and the <laughs> a roux. A roux with the milk and the powder. So okay. it's like the sauce is already made when the noodles are done. Instead oh. of like just dumping the sauce in and stirring. I yeah. think that might and it it seems thicker that way. And I think it wouldn't shock me knowing Hope and knowing Addy if they added a handful of shredded cheese in there too. That wouldn't totally shock me. That makes a lot of sense. That would be really good. But no, I uh, I had oregano. Oh. To my mac and cheese. I'm an oregano fan. You know this. Yes. Oh, Mod Pizza. Remember last week I talked about Mod Pizza and I yes. said, give me oregano and a lot of mm-hmm. it. And then she's like, here you go. And I said, good. Now do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we went back there and I tried. I never do this. Huh? Never. I don't know what inspired me, but I just had a taste for it. I got their buffalo chicken pizza. Dude, I've been eyeing that at Sabaro. It's the it, they call it Calexico. That the, all the all the pizzas at uh, Mod have a name. It's called the mm-hmm. Calexico. I just got it as it comes. It was fantastic, and I cannot stop raving about Mod Pizza. That place is awesome. If you've got one near you, I've had. What's the other one? Um, the same idea pizza place where you. Yeah, oh, well, there's a few because there's like, isn't LeBron's one Blaze? But there's not many of those Blaze. in this area. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. I've had Blaze and I liked it. It was good. Mod is way better than Blaze. Yeah. And like, so the first time I went, I got, I mentioned it last week, but I got just a basic sausage pizza, but I got the spicier tomato sauce. That was mm-hmm. excellent. This week, wanted something different. And I got that uh, Calexico, the buffalo chicken. Yeah. Fantastic. That place is hmm. becoming a new go-to for us. It was awesome. I gotta see if there's one around here because I don't know if there is. Well, to you the internet, come visit me. Yes, we'll do an in-person "I'm Fat" podcast. I was gonna say we can actually do these things again now. I know I get to see you again. Great. All right, <laughs> last voicemail here. We are running late. Hold on, we gotta hurry up. Hey, Fat. This is Tim from Oak Forest. Just had to pass this wonderful message along. I want to give a shout out to all our fat wives who don't degrade us, but embrace it. I got a text message as I was heading towards Menards and Homewood to say, you know, Krispy Kreme is also in the same parking lot as Menards from my beautiful wife. That's love, Beth. Well, thanks, guys. That is love. That's so much love. It'll fill what's not already filled in my arteries, my heart. And you know what? It's love that she stayed with you. Uh, for not knowing that Krispy Kreme was there. Right. <laughs> like, what kind of fool doesn't know that? If you're yeah, heading that... to the Menards in Homewood, you're right by a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, there's no and excuse mod pizza. if it's right there. Yeah. Oh, and there's a mod in Downers Grove. Okay. That's close enough for me. That'll do. And maybe you can bring your Krispy, your Krispy Kreme donut to the DQ in Homewood and say, throw this in my blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> and see if they go for it. I'll have Addie do it for me so they don't judge me as much. And they're like, oh, it's this girl that wants to run the company. Here she comes again. Here comes that girl. <laughs> All right. We got a bunch of emails to get you too. So let's okay. do it quickly. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Boom. First email comes from Bill. He says, can you call yourself a fat? If you haven't eaten Popeye's new sandwich mega box, I don't know what this is. I couldn't find what it was. So the closest thing I saw, and he says sandwich, but I see there's a $10 sampler box 
which is two pieces of bone and chicken, two tenders, a shrimp, two biscuits, and your choice of two sides for 10 bucks. Wow. Yes. So if that's what you're talking about, Bill, let me know because I Googled Popeye's Mega Box. And uh, I. <laughs> were the for, results not what you were looking for? for? Fortunately, there were no results. <laughs> So let us know, but that ten dollar box—that's a PSA for me and Rick that I found just doing research on the emails. Yeah, uh, ten bucks for all that? Hell yes. Yeah, that's really really good. All right, next one. I have not had it. Uh, well, so here's the thing with my Popeyes, and yeah. part of the reason this was surprising to me is because, for whatever reason, I don't know why, the last two times I've gone to my Popeyes, the like two panels of the menu that normally have like whatever's new or like promo-y stuff mm-hmm. have not existed oh. so you're ordering either basic stuff that that is like in a value menu form or you have to do it by memory however my pot my uh, popeyes is really good like i've never had a, a bad experience there but their menu's struggling so i just found that odd that's weird i wonder if because I think, isn't Popeye's one of those yum brands like uh, KFC? No, because no, it's no, KFC. KFC. Yeah, that wouldn't, they wouldn't have both. The Colonel! That would just be dumb. <laughs> yes. Um, hmm. I wonder if maybe it's like individually owned and they can opt in or out of promotions based on... Oh, that's true. Oh, it's a good question. Popeye's people, hit us up. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Uh, you got one here? Or is it my turn again? I have one. Okay. So this is from Pat. Do you ever snack while you're making a snack? Yes. Yes. I mean, it, if I'm making a sandwich, mm-hmm. an extra piece of cheese or two is automatically being eaten, eaten during the prep situation. Yes. Like, th- that's not even, like, I don't even think about it. It's automatic. Right. Yeah. Like, one of my things that I like to do is I'll get, when it's on uh, some sort of special at the Jewels, I will get pepperoni, I'll get the King's Hawaiian rolls, and I'll get whatever cheese I'm feeling. And then just because those Hawaiian rolls are smaller, and even if you like fold it in half, it doesn't quite fit right. I'll kind of like trim the outside of it, and then oh look, I have something to snack on while I'm making my while I'm making my lunch. That's that's how we got a podcast about being fat. That's yes. called dedication. Yes, and efficiency. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next one here is from Bob in Lake in the Hills, and this sort of ties into you and I like wanting to challenge ourselves more and try some stuff out of our comfort zone. Yeah. So he says, hey, guys, my first 20 years or so, I couldn't stand eggs or tomatoes. I really wanted to eat them both because it's very difficult to have breakfast without eggs and tomatoes are on everything. Anyways, I trained myself to eat them both eggs. I decided I decided what eggs would taste the least like eggs McDonald's. So I started eating a lot of their breakfast sandwiches, tomatoes. I would leave on my Whoppers and eat a lot of them. Now I love them both in all forms. My question is, have either of you ever hated the food that you forced yourself to eat and learned to love? I don't think so, because to me, the concept of like forcing yourself to learn to like something like I haven't done that since beer in college. Bingo. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's like, what, like, what was it? I'm trying to think it was uh, my one buddy was like, because I think the first thing I ever drank was woodchuck. Like oh yeah, hard, yeah. You had to, you, you to ease yourself into yeah. actual beer. Yeah, yeah. It was like that and Mike's Hard's, and then I was, and then it's like, oh, once you can have like six Mike's Hard, Mike Hard, Mike's Hard lemonades, mm-hmm. and not feel a thing, you need to move on to beer. So 
that that was when he i would just have a piece of gum while i would uh be drinking a oh, beer god yeah it wasn't the best but it, it helped a little bit and then like in a week i was like okay i'm fine yeah nobody was like hmm that was my first beer and it was really good right no no that's no one's first thought but now you and i genuinely enjoy beer oh yes the other thing like that with me is coffee yeah, see, I haven't been able to get there. Actually, that's one I've attempted, but I haven't accomplished yet. I've started. I started drinking coffee when I was thirty-three, and now I love it. Like I try different coffees, and I can taste. You know, like, oh, there's a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of caramel in there, a little bit of this or that. Like I can, I can really sort of choose what I like about coffee and what I don't. I will mm. say, McDonald's coffee is not good. Dunkin' coffee is like if you're trying to get started on coffee. Yeah. Duncan's coffee is like the weakest tasting. Okay. Like it doesn't have that. Like don't start at Starbucks because you'll never do it. Starbucks is very bitter and very kind of burnt tasting that mm-hmm. you'll appreciate as you learn to like coffee because there's also more nuance in their flavor. But Duncan, I started with like the hazelnut swirl, which is basically okay. like drinking a dessert, but it is actual coffee. It has a coffee taste. Um, and they have like vanilla and stuff there. And then you just sort of change your cream to normal cream and you'll like coffee. Cause I'm telling you working a show in the morning coffee now for me is like a must. Like I, cause it gives you this, it's different from pop or an energy drink because there's a big crash on those. Like you'll drink a, you know, Coke and you're like, all right, great caffeine high. And then an mm-hmm. hour later you're like, Bleh, cause you have the sugar crash yeah. with coffee. You don't get that. It's a nice level sustained energy for me. And now my thing is, like, if I'm going out at night, let's say we're going to a concert or something, I will have a coffee at, like, 7 p.m. Because I know, as a guy that gets up every morning at 545, at 11, 11.30, I'm going to start fading. So I'll get a coffee, and it will sustain me for the night. So I highly recommend, if you're not into coffee, look, I'm Jay Zawoski for coffee, this new thing no one's heard of. (laughs) But if if you're like me, like I said, it took me until I was 33 to like it get do yourself the favor and get used to it because it's it's good and it's good for you by the way bob adds jay you could not be more correct on long john silvers and rick you're dead on with undercover brother yes there's there's no question about undercover brother i still gotta see it i want to see it so i i i'm pretty sure it's on netflix i'll have to double check but i'm pretty sure it's on netflix all right i'll find it all right next one comes from nathan from roscoe he says fellas what are some of the most delicious sounding music groups? I, for one, have always wanted to taste Pearl Jam. <sighs> Nathan. Nathan. One phrasing. Nathan. I want you to think about this. Mm-hmm. What has the consistency of jam mm-hmm. and the look of pearls? Mm-hmm. You don't want to taste Pearl Jam. No, you don't. And if you do... There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, make sure you know yes. what you're getting when you're tasting Pearl Jam. To answer your question, <clears throat> tasty sounding music groups. I mean, there's the cranberries, right? Yes. Cranberries are, uh, are good. Let's see. Whiskey Town. That sounds good to me. Yes. Hmm. Uh, is there a band called the ho-hos because i'd be down with that <laughs> there's bands that could be described as such <laughs> funkadelic sounds like it could be some kind of uh crazy edible or something that's true 
Yeah. There's so many options. Yeah. And of course, I can't think of, I can think of like individual songs more than I can think of groups. Yeah. But not Pearl Jam. No, not, not Pearl not Jam. Not for me anyway. Uh, no. No, not particularly. Yeah. All right. I've got one more here. Uh, this one comes from, I'm going to, sh- I got a, I got a lot, but I want, I want to end the podcast someday soon. Uh, so we'll push some of these next week. So this one comes from Tom. Says it's Tom from the 815, the overalls guy. Hey, I have a food slash cooking question for you. I happen to come across packaged bacon wrapped hot dogs. Just curious if this is something you would purchase, knowing that it's not wrapped with Charlie the Bacon Guy bacon. Next question. How would you go about cooking these? Jay, I'm with you that I love grilled hot dogs, the official food of summer, but mm-hmm. I worry that bacon would burn on a grill before the dog is done. So would you recommend baking these in an oven? Would Charlie the Bacon Guy have a correct cooking technique for us? Well, to- uh, Charlie will hear this, Tom, and mm-hmm. get back to us. But yeah, my instinct says oven too. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I just don't see a logical way that it's able to cook the dog without burning the bacon yeah it has to be yeah like low heat for a long time right because the way we make bacon in the oven is we put it on a tray and Mm then um we put the bacon in the oven and then preheat from there so like it's in then we preheat so it ramps the heat up and then it's preheated we do it at 350 and then it's probably 10 15 minutes beyond that and it's perfect it comes out perfect every time that way. And really with a hot dog, you don't have to worry too much about like you can't really overcook a hot dog mm-hmm. unless you char it. But that's not really going to happen in an oven. It might just split a lot, but you're not going to like it's not going to burst into flames in an oven. That's how I would do it. I'm curious what the packaging said, because that does sound like like. You would think, oh, on the grill, that would be good. But you're right. You're going to lose a lot of the bacon that way. Like I've tried to grill um, bacon wrap jalapenos uh-huh. and it's tough. Like the bacon sticks to the grill. Maybe there's a method. Maybe you just do it in foil. I don't know. If anyone has advice, hit us up. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. But it sounds damn good. I would eat it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, like? If nothing else. Yeah. If nothing else, I would give it the old college try to see if I can uh, do that without completely messing it up. Okay, I found Undercover Brother. Let's see where it says it'll, it can stream. Come on, Rotten Tomatoes, load. By the way, 78% uh, uh, expert score, 64% audience score, which means uh, people are dumb. <laughs> that's, okay. that's actually better than I thought it would be. Yeah, of course, because people make, assu- make assumptions. Okay, apparently it doesn't say where to stream It's it on Peacock. What, oh, it's on Peacock. Perfect. Yes. All right, I'll watch, I'll watch, I'll watch. Good. That may have to be a separate podcast, but either way. uh, (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) so want to remind everybody, check us out on all our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. Of course, send those emails, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Call the fat phone any time of the week. You could be like some of our people that call that are in mid-experience. Yes. Where they're calling us with their kind of stream of consciousness while they're eating a food or having just had a food. Uh, so please feel free to do that. 708-858-3314. As I had the pause to be like, oh God, do I remember the number off the top of my head? <laughs> uh, then check out our Patreon. The T Public Shop always has sales going on. So keep an eye out for that. 
uh, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate and review the podcast. And if you're new and you take do the five-star review, send us a screenshot of it and you could be entered for a chance at a podcast prize pack. So, oh, and check out all our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Marichka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch. Use that so, promo code IMFAT20 to save your Dr. Squatch order. Yes, for first-time users, do it. So, for Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>